Hello and welcome to the Astrology and Stuff podcast, where we try to talk about serious stuff without taking ourselves too seriously. I'm your host and sacred clown, Sampriti. Thank you for being here. Well, friends, you find me smack dab in the middle of uh, eclipse season and uh, also a Mercury retrograde. So this episode, or the promised episode rather, of me um, beginning to go through charts and and take you through the process and do some exploration, practical application, that's going to have to wait until next week because both my body and my brain are absolutely fried. <laughs> so I just wanted to pop in and uh, for a few moments and... First and foremost, thank you for being here. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all of my Patreon folks. Uh, as you know, Astrology and Stuff podcast has a Patreon page. We have a couple of tiers, um, and one of those tiers gets you weekly access to that week's transits. Um, I go through the transit of that this, you know that particular week. Uh, this week it is, of course, Pluto retrograde and the um, Scorpio full moon eclipse happening in a couple of days, um, Friday, May 5th. And uh, it's a deep dive into what's kind of immediately going on this week. And it's my pride and joy to do it along with this podcast, but even more so connection, 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 connection. So if you would like to support the show um, with a wee bit of uh, financial love, um, head on over to the Patreon page. And if you don't um, want to love via finances, then please think about um, writing a review on the podcast. Maybe give it an old five-star review if it. Thank you so much. So I wanted to also spend a couple of minutes because I'm not entirely on death's door, but I just don't have the, the wherewithal to take y'all through a chart and make sense at the same time. And y'all deserve a lot more than my bare minimum. Um, so I wanted to check in with you about the, the eclipse. Um, how has your eclipse season been going? Where does this upcoming full moon uh, eclipse happen in your chart. Um, so again, so, uh, new moon eclipses are automatically solar eclipse eclipses. And this time around, uh, a couple weeks back or a week and a half ago, uh, the new moon, Taurus new moon solar eclipse, how it was in and around the North node. And the North Node is where we are bringing everything in. It's that the, the stuff, for lack of a better word, that we are, that our evolutionary parts of ourselves, um, that creeping forward footprint by footprint, breath by breath, um, that we are desiring more of, you know, our soul leading us in this direction in order to fulfill said soul's desires that's that North Node. And the South Node, uh, which is going to be in and around where the moon is on this full moon, you know, Scorpio full moon eclipse, 
that's where, that's the, um, as Kelsey wrote, to borrow a metaphor from Kelsey Rose Tortoise, it's like a, eclipses are like uh, juice fasts or juice cleanses rather. Um, the beginning, the North Node is where we're taking in all that juice and you know what happens after you have all that juice or all that tea or whatever you're cleansing yourself with, it's got to go some, somewhere. So you go through that um, kind of that two-part process of the cleanse of taking new stuff in so you can get rid of stuff that you don't want anymore. And that getting rid of part is uh, that happens in and around the lunar eclipse, which um, is in and around the South Node in Scorpio. So there is probably an increasing vibe of kind of death portal uh, that you're experiencing uh, at this point in time. If you're listening to this on you know Wednesday when I'm recording this and releasing it, um, chances are you might fe- be feeling a little intense. You might be feeling a little run down, perhaps, uh, maybe a little yucky. And if you're not feeling any of those and you're feeling amazing, good job. Go be of service. Go go be your best self. If you've got the capacity to be at you know high productivity status and the capacity of being your best self, please spread that, that around because there are folks around you, not that you have an obligation to any one particular person or, or thing, but you, you know, we embodied as humans, you do have an obligation to be a a good, a good human being. So go spread some of your sunshine around, check on your people, um, from a, a community standpoint and, um, just be conscious that other people are not as perhaps as resourced at the feeling as resourced at that, at this moment as you are. Um, but if you are feeling all of it, um, it's fine. It's fine. A lot of what this uh, this eclipse portal is doing is address, especially in conjunction with Pluto going retrograde on Monday um, until October tenth, is it's bringing all of the ways that we are out of alignment in our sense of power to the table. And all of this, all of this stuff that kind of perhaps we are super aware of at this moment and are going to be a little bit more aware of, there's a little bit more light shining on it tomorrow, a lot of light shining on all of this stuff on Friday, perhaps on Saturday. Um, it's, it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean just because it's taking up more space in your, the aperture of your vision and experience right now doesn't mean that it's what you have to focus on. It is simply being waved out, okay? It's on its way out. So if you are having a greater sense of where you're fucked up, it's only, it doesn't mean that you're presently fucked up, right? In that way, at least, <laughs> right? Um, it's simply you being in alignment with your consciousness and your consciousness sees all your conscious. You, we agreed as we agreed to live as conscious people, we agreed, uh, to awareness, to a sense of awareness that we just didn't have the capacity for before. Okay. And that means we gotta, we gotta look at the dookie as it flushes 
out the down the toilet sometimes. Um, that in and of itself doesn't have to be a super suffering, you know, filled experience. As long as we are also conscious of how we are attaching to said experience. Are we create is this, you know, is the dookie, are we allowing the dookie to become um, a narrative? Do we have any uh, narratives uh, attached to this experience of watching last season's fashion parade itself out? Okay, I'm going to try to find a kinder, less scatological metaphor. I'm on it. Um, So that being said, we can be as conscious as we want to be, but our body still has to tag along. So you like personally, I'm, she said before the storm, um, personally, I'm in a really interesting mental space as far as I have, I'm, I'm having the experience right now of having way more awareness around my own narratives versus my own self-agency and what I get to choose and the big picture, that kind of thing, than I ever have. So I'm, it's not so much of a mental suffering. It's just kind of an awareness when there, when the suffering kind of increases, it's like, oh, I know what's happening here. All right. Yeah. Let's just, and I have tools, so I'm going to go use those tools and, uh, and I trust myself and I trust the tools. Never been in this position before to this level. And it's fucking great. Okay. Um, however, my body still has to process everything that is happening and yours does too. And I'm fucking laid up. So, um, I, this will be the most talking that I will do definitely today and probably tomorrow too. So, um, be kind to yourself um, mainline that herbal tea. Uh, I highly say if you can get your hands on some milky oats or oat straw, um, and make a, a, a tea or an infusion, um, that that's great every single day. That is a great recipe every single day. Um, but if you're, if you're like me, the herbalist who like goes through her, her herbal medicine seasonally. I'm a fair weather or actually a stormy weather herbalist, personal herbalist. I don't, I'm the classic Catholic that only prays when she needs something. Um, not literally, but like, I don't remember, I don't centralize my herbs until my herbal allies until I'm in really, you know, deep doo-doo physically. And, um, and so if you were of that ilk or if you've never used, uh, if you're, if you use herbs on the regular, but you haven't used oat straw or milky oats or oat tops, uh, sometimes they're called, please do so now, please just, it is, it is such a nerve tonic. It is so good for the nervous system. It is so good for mental health. You want to, um, I think some of my friends call it, uh, herbal Xanax, it, it, between oat straw and catnip, like catnip can be, you know, bringing out the big guns, so to speak, um, along with kava, uh, during times of high, uh, uh, mental deconditioning, you know, mind deconditioning from the mind in order to, uh, centralize consciousness within the body. 
um, i.e. having self-agency and power over your narratives and choice-making within your narratives. Um, catnip can really calm that shit down. And, but, and oat straw is fantastic for every, every day. Absolutely every day. It's not just a calming herb. It is a, it's a fortifier. It helps you feel strong and calm. It helps you feel supported and calm. It helps you, um, when I utilize oat straw or milky oats appropriately enough, um, it's like my cup never fully empties because I'm able, I'm not reactive enough to not pay attention to my cup. This, the oats just really help us move out of reactivity into responsiveness and responsibility. So that when we notice that we're behaving like, oh man, I'm really pissed off at this person. Um, instead of making it immediately about what that person did, it's you, we have the wherewithal and we have the capacity to be like, look inward first and be like, oh, my cup's getting pretty close to empty. Let me, let me go adjust my, my choices and my behaviors, you know? So I highly recommend oats, um, and shit. If you can't get a hold of any oats, um, or nerving, you know, tonics, um, or tinctures, then straight up oatmeal, um, eat some oatmeal, grind some oatmeal up, put it in your bath. Uh, cause that was going to be my second, um, suggestion is from here on through the, um, the eclipse, think about submerging yourself in water if you can. Um, if you have a bathtub, a working bathtub, maybe every once every 24 hours, okay? An, an evening bath. Um, I am not opposed to the odd afternoon bath either uh, when times are, are pretty prickly. Um, and if you don't have access to a bathtub or like a pool or the ocean, um, Warm up, um, warm up some water in like a big basin or a pot, put some herbs in there, put some salt in there and stick your feet in, you know, take a nice foot bath. It's so relaxing. It's so fortifying. And there are so many, um, uh, nerve endings in your feet that your nervous system is going to get a lot of love and your lymphatic system is going to get a lot of love that way too. Um, and beyond that, eat, Eat, you know, as cleanly as you want to slash can without triggering any anything else. Um, again, it's not about control um, because control is an illusion. Uh, it is about listening. It's about communion with your body, communion with th- this vessel um, who is just showing up for you every single minute of every single day and giving yourself some love. Um, so maybe some, if you're feeling extra high and flighty at this moment or extra anxiety, um, um, prone, uh, and your system is comfortable with potatoes, eat some damn potatoes, make you some potatoes, make you some sweet potatoes, get you some root vegetables, throw some beets in there, um, get some lentils going. They're not root vegetables, but uh, any sort of legumes, but specifically lentils, um, very deeply nourishing. Um, and if you hate lentils, see if you can go any other beans. 
uh, if your system supports uh, legumes and beans. Um, these, uh, the legumes, um, if you have any interest at all in why I'm saying what I'm saying, um, go Google the, the bean protocol. Uh, it is, um, it's very, it, it can go from extreme, just like with any food protocol, it can go from super extreme to super, super duper accessible. I, as always highly recommend the most accessible version. But legumes and beans have a really special power in that they attach them. They can't, and I'm oversimplifying this. Please follow up on on your own research with your own research. Um, they have this incredible the the fiber and the way that they um, interact with our bodies is that they have this beautiful way of attaching themselves to the extra extra adrenaline in our system, and and uh, attaching and then pulling it out of our system as we, you know, eliminate. Um, and so think about if you like beans, if you can handle beans, think about bringing in maybe like a quarter cup of beans, a quarter cup, at least a quarter cup of, of lentils, any legume, um, into each meal, um, or at least one meal a day, just play with it. See, see how, and I said this in my Patreon episode, Playing with the crunchiest times of year, i.e. eclipse seasons, etc., and anticipating, leaving a little door open for pleasure, leaving, leaving a little, I suggest a, as large as possible, but that's, that's a lot to ask, especially when we're feeling especially raw and crunchy, leaving a, an aperture open for joy and for ease and for pleasure, because that's, that's our soul right? That's the, that's what our soul experiences. And no matter how low the body gets, if we can still leave a part of ourselves open and available to easeful pleasure and connection and intimacy and joy, then we are, we are in, in, a higher and higher integrity with our soul. Or maybe a better way to say it is our body and our, by holding space for both our body's experience and our soul's experience, we are bringing the two into a greater integrity with each other. So try that on, play with that. And um, let me know on the interwebs, on Instagram, on, if you are on my Patreon, shoot me a message there. Um, let me know how this week is going for you. I will be back next Wednesday with a, she promises, um, I will be back next Wednesday with a full bodied, um, beginning into our next dive, uh, on here on astrology and stuff. And, uh, and again, that is going to be taking you, I don't know how long the series is going to be, but it is going to be a series of taking us through different, uh, charts. And I think I'm going to begin with my own, which holds its own challenges, but that's kind of where this is leading me. Um, I'm going to begin with my own. Um, if you would like me to utilize your chart or, uh, you know, look it over to see if it's 
um, suitable for that. And by suitable, I mean, I'm looking for a wide range. Okay. Obviously every chart is different, but I want to give you all, uh, a wide cast that net wide on, um, the, the major differences that some charts can have from others. So if you'd like me to, um, you know, dissect your chart and kind of teach through it, uh, on, on an episode, please let me know. And it can be, I can share your information. I can share your name or I can, uh, it can be anonymous. So whichever you like. Well, that's it for this week on astrology and stuff. Uh, hang in there and maybe do more than hang in there. Maybe, um, align with the higher aspects of yourself and, um, treat yourself with kindness and treat yourself with uh, loving, compassionate understanding. And you will have more room to treat others with that as well. Because boy, howdy, they need it out there. They need it out there. But as always, it's been a pleasure. And I will see you all next week. Thank you for being here. So that's it for this tiny episode of Astrology and Stuff. You can come back each Wednesday for new episodes, and you also have a way to get weekly bonus episodes, as I mentioned before, on my Patreon page. Just search Astrology and Stuff Podcast. Bonus episodes are weekly peeks into the planetary transits, where we can get into the astrology of the week and how that may be affecting you in your neck of the woods. Each episode of Astrology and Stuff is written, recorded, edited, and mixed by me, Simpriti Ireland. The music you hear is an original work by Angel Wing. And again, and again, and again, thank you for being here. <laughs>